0: It's time to bring corporations into the 21st century. Hard work and grit just aren't cutting it anymore. It's time to rebuild corporate from the ground up so we can create a workplace that we can be proud to hand down to the next generation. Welcome to the Strategist Podcast, a parent's guide to navigate corporate. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of The Strategist. So this week, I thought I would talk a little bit about the science behind all of the things that I do. And I want to start out with a statement of everything is energy. Now you've probably heard this from either your high school science teacher or maybe even some spiritual guru that you kind of half believed, but wasn't really sure exactly what they were really talking about. So to back it up a little bit, I have always been very intuitive and very, mm, I wouldn't say empathetic and just very in tune with what was going on in the world around me. And I, for a while, blindly believed the things that I was experiencing and feeling. And I don't mean blindly as in just this like cult religion, like I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to follow. It was more of a, I trusted myself and I trusted what I was seeing and feeling and, you know, all the things. And for a while, it really worked. For a while, it was great because I was leaning into more of the feminine side of who I was. And then high school and college happened and going out and actually working in the real world and all of these things happened. And when that happened, I went back a lot into my masculine side where I really shut down my intuition, I shut down all of these things where I went on the polar opposite spectrum, where I didn't feel my emotions, I didn't feel my intuition, I didn't listen to the little nudge that I would get, I wouldn't hear anything along those lines as far as for in being in tune with what my body and my mind and my heart was telling me, I had completely shut it down. And after being on both sides of the spectrum where I was so intuitive and so just like in the flow of everything that I really didn't have, I don't want to say an anchor in the real world, but it really did feel that way where I was very much floating around and just doing whatever I felt like doing in the moment, which is fine for a kid and it's great. But once you start to be impacted by society, by you should be doing this, you know, and the expectations around growing up, and then from going from that to this very, very structured, masculine, very logical thinking it really, it's not good to be in one extreme or the other because you miss out on the balance and the benefits of both. It's almost like one of those, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. And so really and truly where you really want to be is in this balance of being able to go along with the ebbs and flows of normal everyday 3d life while also being able to use logic and use this really powerful brain of ours to actually think of where am I going to strategically go next? What is my aim goals? You know, all of these very structured ways of thinking But do it in a way that you're balanced. You ebb and flow through that. And you don't push through it. You just allow it to flow. And you're probably wondering, how in the world is this all related to everything is energy? And so we're going to get there, I promise. So I'm saying all of this as far as my experiences because... I uniquely have this experience where I am so intuitive in my earlier days. I shut down my intuition and emotions and all of those things to the point where I was so, so in my logical thinking, heady, push through all the things brain that when I realized that I needed to start to bring my intuition back into things, I took the science, so the chemical engineering, the chemistry, all of the things I had been learning in that masculine frame of mind, I took all of those things and started to really investigate as to Why was I experiencing all of these things? Why was I able to sense what was happening with others' emotions? Why was I able to sense what was happening so deeply with my own emotions? And being able to be in such an ebb and flow and feel all the things I was feeling and experience all of that being intuitive and having a knowing of something or a nudge and following that and having it work out. And I needed to understand from a logical standpoint, from a thinking standpoint, why that was happening. What was the why behind all of that? What was the science behind it? Why did it actually make sense? And It took me for the past five to seven years of research and just trying to really wrap my head around all the things I was experiencing and why that was happening. And what I realized is that it all comes down to everything is energy. And I don't necessarily mean it in the way of the spiritual guru, everything is energy, woo-woo, all that kind of stuff. Although, I mean, there's science behind all of the things that they are talking about. And that is where this all comes in. So everything is energy in the sense that everything is built up of tiny little molecules, atoms, particles, protons, electrons, neutrons, Uh, And is any of this ringing a bell from high school chemistry? Probably something that you're like, I never wanted to open that book again and, and never ever did I want to hear any of this. Okay. So let's put that aside and just try to see how this can relate, right? So whenever we think about stuff, when we think about the chair That we are sitting in. When we think about the cup on our desk or the desk itself, we think that all of that is solid, right? We can feel it. We touch it. It's hard. You know, it takes something more than our hand to squish it or break it. At least my hand. (laughs) But... What I realized is that all of these things that we think are so solid actually are not. They are actually made up of all of these little tiny molecules and atoms and going down to the proton, electron, neutron level where all of these from the electrons and protons, they're having these interactions with each other. In a way that creates this solid piece that we think is solid. And in some, in most ways it is, but what it really is, is these little tiny things interacting with one another in a way that they have an infinity to themselves more than they have an infinity to other things around them. So your cup that's sitting on your desk doesn't fall straight through the table There is an equal and opposite reaction of a force pushing up on the cup from the desk and a force pushing down on the cup to the desk. And it's this equal and opposite reaction that is allowing that cup to sit on top of the desk without actually falling through. And that's what gives the illusion that it's solid. So how does this tie in? So... When you, your body, your body is made up of the same things. It's made up of these molecules, of the protons, electrons, neutrons, all of these things are making up the cells in our body and the cells make up the whole. And so when we are having in our body, obviously it seems like our body is also solid, When we put our hand on the desk, when we sit in the chair, we don't sink through the chair. There is an equal and opposite reaction that's happening where we are allowed to prop ourselves up on the chair because there's a force coming from the chair just as much as the force is coming from our body and exerting that on each other. It's that interaction between those molecules that's important. And it also goes down to, I don't know if you've ever researched or looked at any of this, but there's been studies done where they actually have measured the electromagnetic field of the body and it actually extends way beyond what our physical body is. It's a couple feet actually from the body itself. So whether you realize it or not, you are interacting with things that are actually outside of your physical body because of this electromagnetic field that we're able to measure. So if your body is made up of these molecules, just like the table, just like the chair, just like the cup, Wouldn't it make sense also that the solid objects around us, not our body, but the solid objects around us also have some sort of interaction with our electromagnetic field? Because if we're having enough of a reaction when we are close to our physical, you know, the 3D things that we touch and feel and sit on and interact with, then it doesn't take a lot of leap to imagine that solid objects that aren't necessarily touching our physical body, but touching our electromagnetic field or, you know, are in our visual field also have an interaction with our body. And from a visual standpoint, there's also a lot going on, which I feel like that could probably be a whole nother episode onto itself, because we perceive the outside world from our eyes, from our touch, from taste, all of our senses, we're experiencing the outside world, and our body is having a reaction to that, depending on what that experience is. And so... Whenever we say everything is energy, it really is true because we are made up of energetic molecules that are having these interactions with the quote-unquote solid objects that are around us. And this is having an impact on our body and our body is having a reaction to what's happening in the world around us. So I want to take it a little bit more into the concrete, the 3D, something we deal with every day, and it's our office. When we go into our office space, with the idea in mind that everything is energy and we are having an interaction with that, doesn't take a lot of leap to realize that what we put in our office and I mean for our home and everything that's around us but specifically in this example of what we put in our office in our business in our work environment has an impact on how we feel on what we experience on how we interpret the world around us, and the experience we are having with that 3D world. So it makes sense, to me at least, just from the scientific aspect of it, it makes total sense that when you create a space that is intentional, that is in a way that supports your goals, your career supports you in a way that allows you to reach your goals and have success, then it just all comes together in this beautiful balance where you are creating an ecosystem around you that has this sense of support so that you can go and reach your goals and achieve that success that you always want in your career without the efforting, without pushing through every single day, pushing to the top, climbing the ladder. I mean, that metaphor doesn't exist for no reason, right? I mean, I have experienced this. I am in corporate. I have experienced I mean, I'm a manager in corporate. I have experienced the whole, let me climb the ladder and do it as fast as I possibly can so that way I can be fulfilled and reach my dreams and have all the money and do all the things. But what it comes down to after looking at other managers and upper management in corporate They've done the same thing. They've climbed the ladder. They have pushed through. And maybe you're one of those people. Maybe you are like, yes, this is me, right? I have seen you. I have seen others in upper management and in these other manager positions in corporate where they have pushed through the top. They have pushed their way all the way there. They have efforted. They have put in the hard work. And I'm not saying that it doesn't take that to get to where you want to go. There is that effort. There is that, in some cases, push. But it has to be in this ebb and flow. It has to be in this space of balance so that We are not leaning so much into this masculine side of ourselves where we're so logic and can't, you know, we just constantly push through and not pay attention to the nudges and the intuition and intuitive hits that we get as we go along through our journey in corporate where you may get a feeling of, you know... I know I've been pushing through and having this really, really big effort to reach, you know, whatever goal it is, but I'm really getting this feeling that I shouldn't be doing that and that I really should be pursuing this other goal because that is really where it's going to get me to where I want to go. This other one may, but it may take me longer to get there. It may require more of me. It may take away from my family time because I have to put so much effort into it. And so it's listening to these little nudges of, okay, maybe I should take a step back and really evaluate if I should be doing that. If this is the right direction for my team to be going in. And it's in those moments where we can become These amazing managers who recognize when it's time to let things die and when it's time to pursue other paths that make it more profitable, more expansive, and more successful, not only from a monetary standpoint, but from an employee happiness standpoint and satisfaction and a sense of fulfillment. Because what would happen if you continue to push through and not reach your goals or push through, reach the goal, and be completely depleted to the point where you can't even celebrate your own success? Or you don't even give yourself the chance to because you realized when you get to that goal that you thought would give you the success and the fulfillment and all the things... It didn't get you there so you have to go and strive for another goal and you just repeat the process over and over again until you're just burnt and you have nothing else to give so it's from this state of ebb and flow and balance and really honing in on your intuition by creating that safe space for yourself so that you can Thrive so that you can be that rock star manager that you really aspire to be. Because I'm going to tell you, majority of managers in corporate are completely dissatisfied with what they're doing and not because they don't enjoy it and not because they don't want to feel fulfilled. They just have nothing left after they've pushed through and tried to get to their goals from a very masculine, logical standpoint. And so this is what, when I say we want to change corporate and where it needs to be a new corporate, this is the foundation of where it all starts. It starts where you create this environment where you feel safe enough that you can open up to your intuitive side a little bit more to your feminine side to follow those nudges in a way that feels good to you so it's really about everything is energy it all comes down to the basics It's not complicated. It's not rocket science. Maybe a little bit of science, but not rocket science. (laughs) And it really just comes down to the foundation of what makes us who we are and what makes the world around us what it is. And it's this, again, ebb and flow of recognizing when it's important to push and when it's important to let it go. And so I hope that this has helped you come to a better place of understanding about why it's important to set up an office space and a business space for you and for your employees, if you have them, in a way that actually supports them and allows them to succeed in a way that is fulfilling. So I hope that you've enjoyed this, and I have definitely enjoyed talking to you about this. If this is something that really interests you, and you'd like to learn more about it, just reach out to me. I'm on LinkedIn, Fallon Foles. You can also email me at info um, at pf. Strategies.co, And you can also find me on Instagram at pfstrategies.co. So I hope that this has really helped you understand why I am so passionate and why it makes so much sense to me, why we should be creating these office spaces that create the sense of safety and really hone in on creating the space for success and thriving. So until next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. All the links mentioned in today's show are in the show notes below. And if you enjoyed listening, be sure to leave a five-star review. It really helps other people like you find the show so that we can truly create a better corporate to hand down to the next generation.